0: Text in the City has kept you informed of what's happening in the South African music industry for a good while now. And this podcast is an extension of everything that goes on on the website, plugging you into all the hottest music news, reviews, and interviews through insightful and hopefully stimulating conversations with the people who are on the ground, the people who are plugged into the culture, and the people who are making shit happen text in the city is also going through a few changes that will become fully evident in the next few weeks but i did want to say a huge thank you to everyone who signed up for our newsletter last week <laughs> i promise not to spam you across my heart <laughs> i hate spam <laughs> and the purpose of this newsletter is to keep you informed of everything that's happening on the site or happened on the site and on social during the week so it's basically the briefest of recaps And if you haven't signed up, you can just head on over to textinthecity.com and you'll see the sign-up form on the right-hand side of the column on the site. On today's show, I catch up with Mikasa's J Something. I've been a huge admirer of his work. And the first time I interviewed him, which was like back in 2020, I think, for Apple Music. And it was around about the same time that Mikasa were about to release their new album and celebrate 10 years as a group. And we just hit it off immediately. And I thought, I have to get this guy on a podcast. And that subsequent podcast interview exceeded all of my expectations. It was like it was like talking to a good friend you haven't seen in years and and just picking up where we left off. But he's also not shy to speak his mind and to get a little bit off topic. I also love going off topic by the way. I'm not sure if you've noticed that. Please go back and listen <laughs> to to podcast episodes where I've literally just lost the plot. Like the one with James Blake. That was a pretty good podcast episode where him and I just ended up talking about our dogs. And you can hear like his dog barking in the background for most of it. So yeah, if you've made it this far, thank you. Uh, There's lots more exciting shit to come. I think it's safe to say that one of the elements that are synonymous with hearing good curated music is a road trip, where the journey is made more memorable by those playlists that make reaching the destination so much more enjoyable. And in South Africa, music is a unifier. It brings people together regardless of where their journeys might be taking them. This power of music to unite is the inspiration behind a new project from the halfway group called On Track to Better, a partnership with several top South African musicians. And one of them is musician and entrepreneur Jay something. Jay, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while. How has 2024 treated you so far?
1: Yeah, it's been amazing. I won't lie. I've, I've really had, I feel like I'm having the best time of my life. So, yeah, very happy and, and very content. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. But uh, Instagram tells me that you're, you're booked and busy. But I also see that you're, you're prioritizing your health in 2024. I see you fasting. I see you lifting those yeah. weights.
1: <laughs> I'm trying. Dude. It's like my worst thing ever. But I'm trying. I'm actually now busy trying to research if there's a better way to do it than lifting the weights. But uh, I'll let you I know see. if I find something. I
0: see, but I'm sure that both of those elements combined with other things that you're doing have helped you foster a particular mindset at the, especially at the beginning of the year, you know, when we're like all looking to be the best version of ourselves going into 2024.
1: Yeah, I've been trying, like, I think for, for a while, you know, I've just been trying to like explore myself and, and, and I think for the last, you know, 12, 13 years with my career, it's, it's just been one fascinating uh, journey of of exploration where i've gotten to see like my capacity and and just to see like wow i was actually you know able to do that so now yes it might be like a what do you call those things new years new years resolution but it really is Year's resolution um, it might look like that but it's it's actually me i'm quite curious about like how 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 um healthy i can become and not just in the traditional sense but holistically. So trying to work a little bit smarter, not not as hard as I have been and trying to spend a bit more time in the sun and in the park and, and still, still make money, you know, to survive. But yeah, uh, very interesting journey so far. And that's why I think I'm so happy. I'm just having a lot more time for myself.
0: Listen, as someone who's never exactly considered themselves to be a gym person, right? Mm. Last year, I started gym uh, three times a week, I got a, a semi personal trainer. She's whipping my butt into shape, but nice. apart from the very obvious physical benefits that it's having, it's I can really feel mentally how it's impacted me. Like yeah. if I. I've I've been, last year was pretty challenging for me and like I went through some things and I handled them so well and took them in my stride and like I bounced back wow. super well from them. And I really attribute that to like going to gym and like my biorhythms being a little bit more stable and... And mm. and having a structure because before when I didn't have a structure, I was kind of just waking up and this was also before I got my dog, by the way. Um yeah. my dog has also been incredible in helping me foster a routine. Yeah. But but you know, that coupled with gym, like my my mental stability has been it's it's been very powerful, which has been very empowering for me. So mm. I mean I That's you know dope. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you know, lifting weights, you'll let me know how it goes. But, but really, like, I, I found the, the mental um, benefits of gym to outweigh the physical ones, to be honest.
1: 100%, man. I think I agree with you so much. I think that you can take that as far as, like, I think it's just, like, there, there is a phenomenal uh, fruit in discipline. You know, mm. like when you are able to apply discipline in whatever whatever uh, chapter of your life or box of your life. You know, like even even the whole fasting thing. Like I love food, dude, and and I think for me, like fasting was was more than anything. It's given me this huge sense of of control. You know, discipline, um, mm. which then. It flows. It it like spills over into the other areas of my life, and and that's why I agree with you. Like, I think gym is cool, but I think what's really cool about gym is the discipline that you show to actually go, and yeah. that that then spills over into the rest of your day. And and if you take your life one day at a time, then yeah, you start to build like a really wicked life.
0: And I go at six o'clock in the morning. Like I.
1: <laughs> that's that's the next I... level.
0: <laughs> I'm punishing myself, Jay. I'm punishing yeah. myself for whoever I was in my former life. But f- as somebody who knows very little about fasting, what can you tell me about the journey that you're on? Like, give me a quick breakdown.
1: Yes, yeah, so I, I definitely don't want to like sound like I, I'm a pro already. I'm definitely not. So that's that's point number one. I mm-hmm. literally, uh, you know, cam- coming back uh, from a road trip, funny enough, we were, we were going to talk about a road trip, but we coming on a road trip with my wife from visiting my mom in the Eastern Cape. And, you know, we had overindulged and it just, I was just feeling like really horrible. And I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to do like a 36-hour fast. And it started with this drive because apparently if you... Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. Th- that is a horrible situation. Sorry. Um, we're leaving that and in. I just, <laughs> and I just, okay, we're leaving it in. Great. Um, uh, uh, you know, aside from uh, – so I would heard about this 36-hour fast and it's apparently it's like a – you know, I just heard. Like, you know, these little one-minute social media things mm. that you come across. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. And I did it. And I felt like super chuffed. Um, and, and, and I had dropped some weight. But you know what – if I give you like, um, so I'm not a pro, sorry, I'm rambling on here, but if, if I had to give you a snapshot of what I'm currently doing, which I've been doing for about six weeks uh, or four, four to six weeks, um, mm-hmm. every day I do like a intermittent fasting 16, eight. So, so I'll, I'll eat my last meal at 8 PM and then I'll eat my first meal at like 12 noon. Um, and then okay. once a week I'm doing a thirty sit which, which they call a monk fast, which essentially Monday I won't eat. Um, And it's been so cool, dude. Like it's been, yes, on a weight loss perspective, I think it's been like the easiest I've ever lost weight, but so much more than that, you know?
0: Mm. I mean, again, with the discipline, because to not put... Eat, to not eat anything after a certain time, especially when there's like the midnight snack or like, you know, you're out and you fancy something sweet or, curious, you know, is you know, like that, it's, oh my oh, gosh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Does oh, that include, yeah, yeah. um, does that include drinks as well? Like alcohol? Yeah, or yeah. So
1: anything like, you know, essentially like any, it's, it's all like, it's uh, anything that has calories, you know, if you, if anything that ah. spikes your insulin that, that you shouldn't be having. So, if, if I'm not, if I'm not, if I'm in my fasted state, um, then I'll just have like liquids, water, you know, like black coffee and black teas and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, but I, I'm, I'm loving it because my word for the year is health. And every year, like I come up with the word and then I try and, I try and zone in on one thing that I personally want to, to dive into, um, uh, you know, over and above everything else that I get caught up in. Um, and this year I'm really trying to figure out how to be healthier Even from like, Mm. are vitamins worth it? Are they not? Like, what's the best way to to gain muscle? You know, I'm trying to figure out like, um, how, how do I read quicker? How do I consume more information? How do I? Yeah, so holistic health, I would say.
0: So interesting. I follow this lady on TikTok and she is a nutritionist, but she did her thesis on how we consume food and uh the advertising mechanics around food and she said that one of the trends that are going to happen this year that we're going to see more of is are we getting our greens but it's not just like are we getting our daily intake of like spinach or kale or whatever it's going to be like the greenest greens so people are going to be like Mm -hmm. the spinach was picked on monday at one o'clock it's it's like it's like a real – if you can afford it because food has obviously become very, very expensive, right, yeah. especially in South Africa. So there's going to be a uh, an emphasis on where is the food from? How was it grown? Mm-hmm. How was it picked? When was it picked? Um, so I think, you know, with your word being health, I think from an all-rounded perspective, like, from a consumer perspective, there's a lot of thought going into, like, what are we putting into our body lately?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And a lot, a lot, and I say a lot, I wish I could like put capital letters onto my words somehow, but like a lot of opinion, you know, (laughs) and I think that that's, that's the whole thing for me. One of the things that's frustrated me about, about life is that like, we, we are not encouraged to dig deeper you know, to search more, we like, we always kept at the surface. And I feel like I I just want to dive a little bit deeper into trying to really understand it. So like, when you say greens, spinach and stuff, I think fiber, I don't think greens, I think like, what we're actually trying to do is to, you know, increase our fiber intake, which is, which is extremely important. So yeah, I think research is also important and spending time on the things you really want, which is why like, I dedicate a year to like, all right, let's focus on health. Let's figure out like, you know, dedicate some time. So now whenever I have some free time, I'm listening to a book. I'm listening to a whole bunch of podcasts and and different opinions and then trying to make up my own mind
0: that's very very good that you look at different viewpoints because some people only listen to one podcast only follow one person or you know have read one book and that is the way now that is what they follow that is their creed and it is very important to make up your own mind because there are a lot of people also emphasis on a lot of people who who have a lot of opinions so that definitely is important
1: yeah listen we could go on for days here on this topic um I've been so inspired by it, but I think you're so true. Like 2019, on the first of November, I made a commitment to like what I, I, I called it personally to unbox myself from as much as as much as uh, I possibly could, and just to try mm-hmm. and, and ask myself, you know, like, no, let me ask this stuff for for myself. You know, let me try and figure this out for myself. It's my own journey. You know, there's no right or wrong. There's not like if you do this, you're going here, and if you don't do this, you're going there. Like I don't I don't believe in that crap, man. I just I want to explore for myself, make my own mistakes, you know, if, if, and, and gain my own lessons through it all instead of trying to, like, listen to somebody else's story and say, like, oh, yeah, I'll just follow your story, you know? Um, it's kind of, like, reminds me of, like, music, you know? If we just make what is trendy, then, like, what's the point of being an artist, man? Like, if I'm just making what's out there already, can I just make what I hear and hear in my own head and try and bring out something unique into the world, at least unique for me, Um, Mm. but yeah, it's it's an interesting topic.
0: I want to talk a little bit about your Santan venue artistry, because by the looks of things, it's pumping. You've got something happening every night. You've, you've created a very novel space and I want to know if you've seen any, any upcoming artists at your venue where you've gone, wow, like that's a talent that needs to be guided or needs to be nurtured.
1: You know, I, I I just want to say that like artistry has been such a breath of fresh air for me because, and, and this may sound really uh, silly because, um, you know, business at the end of the day is about profitability. I, I think if you're doing business and you're not focusing on, on, on profitability, like it's really, uh, yeah, it, it, I find, I, I, and this might sound harsh, but I find it pointless. Like if you're pursuing a passion, it's a completely different thing, but if you're pursuing I think like a business, it has to be profitable. but artistry so far has been um, it hasn't made me one cent, you know, but it has brought me so much joy because I think it's given me it's 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 satisfied a huge uh, a why for me in, in like the why behind artistry is the most integral part and it's what you're saying it's to provide a platform for artists to to showcase, to be celebrated and for us to preserve, Stories, you know, and it's been fun. Like I think that that's been the thing, you know. Like now um we've got we we're starting out a, a brand new art club, which happens once a month, and you know oh, we've cool. got artists coming in, DJs coming in that 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 are I, I won't even say like not mainstream, but they just they they're just super dope. And we we opening, we've got a gallery that we showcasing now, and. You know that that in itself was something that i i looked at and i was like now we've got artists painters il- um, illustrators visual artists being able to showcase their work and then we do like a it's what's called like a blind auction so like you can offer something to an artist and if they feel like that's worth what they what they thought then they will take that and we, we we're finding ways to create revenue for artists um, it, it, you know without uh, the traditional sense so that's from a, from a from an art perspective um there's an artist that i have absolutely loved seeing susani Baloy. um incredible work um brighton duli um which has also been uh, really cool and these these are all artists that for me to be honest like i'm not a i'm not a huge fundi and and uh, you know expert on visual arts but like i look at their stuff and i'm just like wow, man, like, you know, almost like the world, you deserve to be seen by more people um, as mm-hmm. if, you know, if that makes sense. Um, musically, we've had, um, you know, from, from A-listers, uh, like, like um, The Soil, Langa Mavuso and so forth. And then I think about like um, this, this Sunday, you know, we're doing, we're doing a, a thing called um, Therapies Cancelled. And that's with an artist called Fense. and she's an incredible uh, singer songwriter. And I think, like, you know, sh- this is a platform for people like her to be able to showcase her stuff. We've shot, we've we've um, showcased films uh, from upcoming, uh, you know, uh, not upcoming. Like, I hate this thing of upcoming. Like, incredible <laughs> artists have come and shown their films, you know. And and I sit there in the theater. Uh, we've got a hundred seater theater in the space, what? and I'm just like. Yeah. So it's three floors. It's, it's got a rooftop restaurant with a garden bar and a swimming pool. And then underneath it, we've got what we call the listening bar, which is a really cool space for mixology and DJs and and really cool house parties. And then we've got a third floor, which is a hundred seater theater, which includes the gallery. And, you know, in this theater, like we're watching, uh, like, dude, I'm watching movies that I'm like, wow, this is like people being able to like tell stories through, through visual, you know, visual arts. and, Mm-hmm. And I think that, and then I look at it and I'm like a hundred, you know, a hundred seats and I, and I do the maths and, and, you know, anybody can do the maths. It's like, <laughs> you know, it, it's hard, you know? So it's, it's a business that has brought me so much, um, fulfillment in, in such a non-traditional way when I look at business and how I normally treat business. Um, but I still pursue it because I'm not losing money and I'm, I'm you know, I've got a staff of 30 plus people that I'm carrying and. We, 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 we're helping people put food on the table and, and we're helping people also over and above my own team having the ability to put on and showcase South African arts. You know, not only South, South African arts, we've had, we've had uh, you know, African arts um, artists there as well. So it's been a lot of fun.
0: I can't wait to visit the space now that you've described it to me. I didn't realize it was three floors of awesomeness, yeah, Jay. You will love it.
1: You will love it. You must come in what? and like uh, do some of your podcast stuff there, like anything. I'd dude, like love
0: to. Oh my uh, gosh,
1: yes. I, I I only use this phrase when it's like really cheesy, but Mikasa es su casa. You know, like. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Ah, that's the sound bite for the episode. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. No, but really, that's that's so cool. I remember when you were posting the pictures of like the it was being built yes and you were like oh, i have a vision and this is what it's going to be like and then you guys open an incredible launch well from what i saw on social anyway um
1: yeah. well, we didn't have a launch to be honest um, well, it was just
0: like a like a doors are open and everybody yeah, came yeah yeah
1: yeah exactly exactly
0: which is amazing and i saw i think you i think you tweeted something at the end of last year, about how spiritually fulfilling artistry has been for you. And basically what you just said now, like being able to provide a platform for these incredible talents that we Mm. have in South Africa. And I mean, you're right on the money. Like, yeah, you know, everybody needs a a passion project. I have a few that like, you know, I just do for the sake of it very cash you know <laughs> but 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 if you are doing something that is for the greater creative good in this country like you are right keep on keeping okay. on and and eventually eventually all of the fruits will come you know what i mean i really believe well, that i strongly believe that i agree
1: i, agree. I think the fruits come in when you see the when you see the smiles and you see the connection you know like to be honest, and you know, to, to a lot of people that might sound really cheesy, but like, if I never make a cent off this business, like it, it honestly, I'm fortunate enough to be able to say it doesn't matter. Um, but but to be able to be a part of moments where you see artists being able to realize dreams and curate like really rich um, and and cool moments, that for me is the biggest fulfillment. And you know what's the the hardest thing about artistry is that. Uh, is that artists that the art I wish I could just scream at the at the top of the mountain to say yo please just come and use this space it's here we will do whatever we can to make this as easy as possible uh for you to do what you wish to do um we need we need more of the artists to come and, and step up and say like jay I'd love to do something here um, but yeah thanks for the words man it really means a lot you know
0: Okay, I lied. That what you just said—that's the soundbite for the show. Because <laughs> you know, what? I think you know what I think. I think a lot of people see, oh, Jay something from Mikasa open this amazing venue, but oh, I don't know if I'll ever t- be able to perform there. You know, or oh, mm. maybe like there's a maybe there's a, a venue fee. You know, maybe it's too expensive. No, maybe dumb. I'm not the right. um I'm not the right uh, genre. You, you know what I mean. I think you just yeah, need. You just need a middleman, right? To say, like Jay says.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I, I mean, I said it to you, and I, I, I've said it to everybody that comes there. You know, like just the other day, Tulo the song was there having lunch, and mm. I just said to him, Bro, I'm so glad you're here because I want you to know that this is home. So if you ever want to do anything, please just tell me it's yours. Like, uh, and I think, you know, that, that's the whole, you know, that, that's why we called it artistry it's mm. it's a it's a place for the arts um otherwise it's just a cool name that I really like one of my favorite questions on earth is like why 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 like, why they' like why you know like and and that gives why why I love why because why gives purpose and I think if you chase something with purpose you find meaning and you find richness in something you know it's not just like yeah let's just do it because like hey it's trendy or hey we can make money and like those are all like really cool whys but Uh, But I think I I go for a little bit more of like a deeper meaning if there's such a thing.
0: Okay, so why did you choose to be involved in Halfway Group's new campaign, On Track to Better? I mean, I think it's a campaign with real heart, right? But I Mm want to know what drew you to be a part of this initiative.
1: My my honest why was that I could play guitar. (laughs) Like, that was like... (laughs) They wanted me to do like an unplugged, like a, uh, you know, like almost like a stripped down uh, performance on, on guitar. And I thought, hell yeah. Like I never get to do this, number one. I started doing music with me and my guitar. So, um, and, you know, I, I spend most of my time now with Mikasa traveling the world and doing dance music, which is absolutely wicked. But I miss, I miss the intimacy, you know, like guitar – and, and acoustics just allow you to like strip down. And you know, I'm a songwriter. So like I make dance music, but I'm actually also putting my heart into songs. So I'm trying to, to share something in terms of thought and, and opinion. And I think that that sometimes get lost in, in dance music because everybody's just having a vibe and they, they're just, you know, throwing it down. But I think with the acoustic thing, that's what really uh, said, yeah, I want to do that. Um, it, may, it made it interesting for me.
0: Yeah, you even got your acoustic in the little cute promo video that you guys shot, and, and people watched and probably guy. like, "Wait, what's happening?"
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I got a guitar. I, it, I was like, "Wow, okay, this is quite a cool promo for a gig."
0: <laughs> yeah, you performed at Halfway Toyota in four ways this month. Yeah, quite a novel venue for a performance, I'm sure. What was the the general vibe? It looked pretty engaging for a Saturday morning. I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> yeah listen I think that as far as like I look back at my career and I think of all like the uh, inverted commas uh, strange gigs I've done um you know I've like performed on an airplane and I stood up to I was sitting next to this grand and I just started singing these streets and I remember thinking I hope she does not freak out you know like <laughs> I've had all these like interesting gigs where you know like uh, performing at a funeral you know and you just like really I'm really going to sing at a funeral now but you know you you dive into the meaning and you dive into the purpose the why and you're like okay cool let's do this but uh, performing at a car dealership was one of them where I was like okay at a car dealership here we go you know like I wasn't I was expecting nothing to be honest and and you know so many people showed up and it was such a great vibe and I think it's just again it just reminds me of like the power of of people coming together and music um Mm -hmm. and me just being able to like share i think you know a lot of people that came there obviously um support and follow what i do and being able to actually tell them like yo this is when i wrote the song why i wrote the song and being able to then go down the memory lane and go through the journey on on guitar is a very special experience so yeah it was really cool man and there's a whole bunch i know zolani has done one as well and there's a whole bunch of other ones that they're doing, which I would encourage, you know, if it's in your city, go and check it out. I think it's something different, you know, it's and, and different, I think, is cool.
0: Yeah, I spoke to Zolani last week and she performed last Saturday at the Ottery Halfway. And it was pretty cool. I popped in for a little bit. Um, okay. Yeah, like like an intimate vibe, also her on a guitar Um, And people were loving it. People were loving it. So, so I definitely echo your sentiment. There are a few that are coming up um, and you can check out texanthecity.com. I've got all of the upcoming gigs there, but what one of the campaign elements that I find myself coming back to is this mammoth Spotify playlist that's been created by halfway and I want to know, since you've been involved in writing songs that have become South African anthems, what Mm. songs, or maybe one song, embody the spirit of South Africa for you?
1: Damn. Um, you know, (laughs) I embodied the spirit of South Africa. I think the first one that pops to mind would be These Streets you know, it was, it was our first song we ever did. And I just, I'll never forget the impact that that had on, on, I think I, at least the perceived impact that I felt, um, on, on, on what that song did for people. Um, I think it's, it's a song that speaks about the energy of our streets. It's a song that speaks about, um, you know, the life that you find and the, the, the the, the great vibe that you'll find, the happiness, the joy, and also, you know, not just the happiness, but also the frowns and the confusion. I think that song, even though I was so young when I wrote it, it still encapsulates a lot of how I feel about being a South African. You know, its it was this, we've got so much difference, but yet we've got so much in common. Um, so that would be a song that I think for me embodies South Africa a little bit more than the others. Um, I think a lot of the songs that we've made um, have had the blessing of really bringing people together, which has been cool. You know, like that for me is, again, just goes back to the why. But, uh, yeah, These Streets would be my final answer.
0: I think I'm trying to find this playlist. I'm trying to find this halfway playlist. Let me – I mean – ah, here it is. It's just loading. I think that These Streets is – Number one. Number three. Number three. Ah. Uh, well, number one is not alone. Oh wow. A song, a song you a song you might know since that's your <laughs> And then and then I can't wait. And then These
1: Streets. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, those are all yeah. I dare I say those are all amazing songs. <laughs> Bangers.
0: I mean, I remember so vividly, oh man, what year was it? When you guys performed these streets at the Samo Awards and it was just yeah. the most incredible performance and then were like all the dances 12. and there were like the little 20 2012 2011?
1: Wow 20, no yeah 20 2011 might have been because yeah I think it was 2011 or 2012 I mean you know uh, I'm sure that that what's that thing chat GPT could tell us or Google um, could tell us quite easily but yeah I remember that too dude I was on a treadmill and I got I got um, Uh, turned upside down and I had to like sing, look into camera and make like I was running. It was, it was wild.
0: Um, it was absolutely incredible. And wasn't that the year that you won like 12 awards or something as well?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was our first, it was our first South African music awards where we won a few. Yeah, it was, it was pretty overwhelming and, and very, it was a lot for my little heart. It was, it was, it was cool.
0: Okay, so Google tells me that it was 2012, and it was yeah. also the year that you earned Best Dance Album and Group of the Year,
1: and Song of the Year for These Streets,
0: and Song of the Year. Yo, this yeah. this website, this website left that out. Yeah, we need, nah. to, send, yeah, we need to send them a stern, <laughs> <they
1: are>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll a stern, stern
0: message.
1: For <laughs> <laughs> my but lawyer, listen, queen.
0: So. Uh, one 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 thing. It's pretty cool to be a South African right now, right? Like Tyler winning a Grammy, like Drickus winning middleweight champion, the mm-hmm. so Springboks winning the rugby. It's just it's just lucky to be South African right now. But I you know, do. I think I think we, as much as we love to complain, because <laughs> we also really love to complain, we we know how to come together. We understand yeah. the spirit of community, and I'd love to know what excites you about being. South African.
1: I think what always excites me about being, um, uh, you know, again, you know, like I want to say this with like the utmost respect and, and love in my heart. I, my identity, I try and not solidify my identity, um, in, in one thing, you know, like I'm mm-hmm. so much more than a South African. I mean, I for one am Portuguese slash South African. If I had to be like where have I spent time on Earth since I've been alive? Um, and 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 with that said, um, I would like to say that I think one of the coolest things about South Africa and being South African is that I feel like we've got such a uniqueness. I think when you look at, um, you know, plainly from like a from a, if I had to put like my marketing hat on or my business hat, it's just, I feel like we're just so unique in comparison, which is always cool in in the overall market you know you look at things and you know you, you spoke of tyler you know you look at her and you just see like she is rihanna but but so different you know like mm. so uniquely south african and i and i dig that about her and i think that that's that for me like going being being definitely a, you know mikasa is a band that carries the south african flag you know very proudly so i think we go there knowing that we've got like a unique vibe a unique message and I think uniqueness is is cool because uh, conformity is boring. So like, I think that we we look a little bit different when when other people look at us. I think also we've got like a a, a huge, um, at least it feels like we've got this huge opportunity for growth. I, I, you know being part European, I think one of the things that's like, I don't know, I feel like when I'm in Europe is that like it's it's there is no room for growth. You, you have to like, you know, you live in these small apartments and you have to, yeah, anyway, it, it just doesn't feel like we have as much room for growth in Europe as we do here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then just like, I, I think I've also like, I've lived here for, you know, for 80% of my life and I just, I just love the energy, man. It's good for my spirit. It's, 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 it's very hard to quantify in words, but it's just like, yeah, I think, It's just this energy that fills one from its beautiful chaos, and and yet it's just so good for the soul. I've I've loved every every minute of it. So there's so much, you know. I mean, obviously we have beautiful women. I mean, you know, my wife is absolutely beautiful. So there's so much I could go on and on. I could go on and on about about what I love about us. But yeah, that would be like my my top. Three or four, I don't know how many I mentioned.
0: How remind me again where you were born, Medetno. I I want to say in Portugal.
1: When in the south south of Portugal, in in a town called Portimão, where they host Afro Nation, actually. Um, Ah, okay, the the beautiful part of Portugal that has beaches and really great food in the summer. And then I moved to South Africa when I was seven, my dad worked in the in the food and beverage hospitality world. Um, so we moved here, actually, because of Sun International as a hotel group. Mm. Yeah.
0: I remember we did have this conversation the first time we spoke on this podcast, no. back in the day. It feels like forever ago. But, I mean, Jay, uh, to me, you're a South African. We've claimed you. I'm sorry. Uh yeah, I, mean, yeah. I don't know. It's part of, my, you're part part of roots who I am, yeah. you know?
1: It's part We've of claimed am, you. you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But
0: that's but that's what I I think that's what South Africans do with with people who just become a part of the culture, a part of the fabric. We just claim them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're yeah, now yeah, a part yeah. of us.
1: <laughs> you know, without without like being like too deep or anything. It's just like I find like our identity sometimes is too boxed. You know, and, and I, again, like I don't want to be too deep, but like I am South African, I, but but mm-hmm. I, I'm also like a human. You know. And I, and I feel like I'm, I'm, and I, and, you know, to a lot of people that will sound cheesy and I don't really care because I know what it means to me, but like, I'm, I feel like I'm, it's more important to be a part of everybody as a, as a race, you know, and as a being, uh, although. Yeah. Like, you know, I love a bry and, and I love, I love rugby and, you know, and, and I just love, I love house music and, you know, these type of things. I love fed cook and mints. I love moosh or uh, these, these are things that I love about us. so. I am South African, yeah, no doubt.
0: As my dad would say, a citizen of the world.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, but but as far as pride goes, and you know, putting that jersey on or that shirt on, yeah, it's it's there, it's up there, at number one. It becomes tricky when it's like Portugal against South Africa. Then it's like, oh, whoa, oh this is tricky. Yeah, what I'm do you do? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I. I no, I don't know, actually. Luckily, Portugal really is horrible at at rugby. Uh, at, well, they're actually not bad, but they, they're definitely not South African level at rugby. And then no. South African football is not at the level of Portugal. So I'm, I'm kind of like safe. We don't play, Portugal doesn't play cricket. So we're fine there. I haven't had any moments that I've had to feel split. I, I hope I don't. Jay, yeah.
0: do you live in an estuary? Because all I can hear are these like, Beautiful bird sounds <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> wherever you, I, you are. Know, it's amazing.
1: I don't, I don't I don't live in an estuary, but I live in a beautiful part of, of, of Johannesburg, which we've got great. It's my favorite, huh? Like, yeah, the birds are beautiful. Especially this time, okay. you know, like the sun is yeah. setting and it's not hardy does. We do have a lot of hardy does though, so <sighs> luckily they're not out now.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like hearing all of those sounds in the background makes me miss Johannesburg a little bit.
1: Yeah. Listen, I had, uh, I had one of my closest friends move to Cape Town now and I'll, every time he calls me, I'm just like, I, I hope you're missing Johannesburg because it's amazing. <laughs> <But> Cape Town- <laughs> Cape Town is amazing.
0: Cape Town is amazing. Listen, Jay, I love it when you call. It's always a treat. Don't yeah. be a stranger. I definitely no. won't be a stranger because I'm coming to artistry. I'm locking on your door. <laughs>
1: Please do. Uh, you know, I mean it. Don't just don't just say it. And when you do, please just tell me you're coming, so that I know you coming. You're coming home, so it's cool. We can plan.
0: This episode was made possible by the Halfway Group, Matthew Dickinson, and the good people at Sure. If you're obsessed and you need to know more, you can find us across socials at Tex and the City and at texandthecity.com for more music news. Otherwise, thank you for listening, and catch you next week.